Welcome to podcasts recorded live at the Center for Spiritual Living in Portland, Oregon. Listen past the end of the podcast to find out more about our spiritual center and ways that you may collaborate with us. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for choosing Portland Center for Spiritual Living as your source of spiritual inspiration on this holiday weekend. And a special shout out to our vast audience of podcast listeners. And we now have listeners in more than 120 countries throughout the world. So welcome everyone everywhere, wherever you are in the world. We're glad you've chosen to join us. And on this final day of our four-day holiday weekend here in the United States, we send a special intention of safe travel to the more than 55 million Americans who hit the road this weekend to spend time with family and friends. We just send an intention of safe travel that if there's snow, if there's a blizzard, if there's ice, people arrive at their destinations safely. This month we're featuring Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear by Elizabeth Gilbert. And many know the work of Elizabeth Gilbert through a previous New York Times bestseller, Eat, Pray, Love. So we're in for a really, really big treat. And throughout this month, we'll explore ways that we can give a bold, life-affirming yes to that creative genius that resides within us. Because what Elizabeth is asking us is this question. Do you have the courage to bring forth the treasures hidden within you? Do you have the courage to bring forth the hidden treasures of your creative genius within you? And she gives us three very compelling reasons for why we would want to say yes to this courage. She said that with bravery... We have the opportunity, and I love this phrase, the opportunity to realize the vaulting scope of our capacity. You know, think of vaulted ceilings, the vaulting scope of our capacity. We, with bravery, we can know a world that is so much richer than we can ever imagine, and it longs to be known. It longs for us to live in a world filled with awe and wonderment and amplified existence. And the other thing that bravery does is she says it gives us the opportunity to turn away from living a life that may be way smaller than we ever dreamed it could be. And what that means is when we turn away from that life, we're turning away from a life filled with regrets, with I would've, I should've, I wish I could've, if only I had. She said that with bravery, we can turn away from that. So before I even talk further about courage and saying yes to creative living, I want to share what definition of bold yes I'm asking us to give. 
And it's a true story, and I have permission to share this story. Many of us know that every year we have the annual Portland Center for Spiritual Living Women's Retreat. Some individuals have been there every single year, like licensed practitioner Nancy Ashley. Some individuals have been once. Some individuals make it an annual retreat. In this case, this individual has been many, many times. But a couple of years ago, there was inspiration that spoke loudly. And this individual dared to say yes to that creative internal artist that was whispering in her heart. This individual is Dana Bowie. And she came back from that retreat and immersed herself in being and expressing that creative genius that was in, within, that artistry that was just longing, that was just beckoning, that was just waiting for her yes. She took classes. She'd found several different mediums through which she could express this creativity, and she just kept doing her art. Well, this year, an opportunity presented itself for her to submit a portfolio of her artwork for a juried exhi exhibition. Well, there was a moment of self-hesitation and self-doubt. And here's where having an ally, someone who really believes in that creative genius that one is attempting to express, shows up. So what happened is Dana was experiencing this just brief flicker of self-doubt. Her ally showed up and made one seven-word statement. There is an artist in the house, said her beloved Jim. Now, at this moment, Dana had a choice to make. She could have said, oh, Jim, you're so sweet. You always say the nicest things. I know you love me, but oh, I'm not good enough. I can't. I don't dare. What if I'm rejected? Dana could have done that. Oftentimes, we reject a compliment that way. But Dana didn't do that. Dana made a three-word life-affirming statement. She said confidently, yes, there is. So imagine that, 10 words in a vast vocabulary, two statements. There is an artist in the house, yes, there is. This is the kind of bold yes I am talking about when I am sharing this message today. So why is that important? It's extremely important to that creative genius that, that resides within and is just waiting, just waiting for our yes. So in the time we share together today, we're going to be looking at three specific things. We're going to look at big magic, what is it? We're going to look at the destructive path of fear. How does, how does Elizabeth Gilbert uh, paint a very cogent picture of fear? And then the whole aspect, again, a true story of being brave of heart, facing the fear, and doing it anyway. So let's look at big magic. What is it? The entire premise of Elizabeth's book is that hidden within us is this treasure trove of buried gifts. It is literally a repository of treasure. 
that is residing within us. We heard in our music today, what would I dare if I were brave? What would I dare to do today if I were brave? That creativity resides within. And so here's what she says. She says, the hunt to uncover those jewels, that's creative living. The courage to go on the hunt in the first place, that's what separates a mundane existence from an enchanted one. The surprising results of that hunt, that's big magic. So creative living is the hunt to uncover the jewels hidden within. The courage to go on that hunt in the first place is what separates mundane, small, wish I could have, uh, resentful living from this more enchanted, limitless, always embracing this expanded existence. And then the surprising results, big magic. And we have opportunities for creative living, those times when we've given ourselves permission to follow our curiosity. And here's what Elizabeth says about creative living. It's living a life that is driven more strongly by curiosity than by fear. Driven more strongly by curiosity than by fear. And as I was preparing this Sunday's message, I thought, when, when did we, you know, like, really feel that we were driven by our curiosity? And for me, it was in childhood. There was something about the innocence of childhood that, you know, being ignorant, didn't know you couldn't, didn't think you couldn't, thought you could do anything, had all the skills to do everything, or you thought you certainly knew better than the adults around you. So the story I'm going to share is my big RV magic. I grew up in the, in the 50s, and at that time, the interstate system was just beginning to mobilize America. And as part of that, the RV was coming into existence. I mean, it had existed for many, many years, but it was now being embraced. I saw an ad that said that it was luxury living. And I thought, oh, imagine having a home on wheels with luxury living. Well, one day we were all playing in the neighborhood. Remember my friends that I was willing to go to hell for? We were all playing. That was November 1st Sunday message. Anyway, we were all playing in the neighborhood, and one of the guys showed up, and he said, I have a big box. And we all know as parents or grandparents that children love the box, that the gift came in more than they love the gift. Well, being who I was, I said, well, how big is this box? He goes, it's a big box. Well, all of us gathered together and we said, show us the box. So we traipse over to Mark's house. He was across the street and down on the corner. And sure enough, in the garage was this huge appliance box. This was when household appliances was just moving in to everyday household. His mother had just received an automatic washing machine. So this was a big box. I mean, remember, we were like six. So here, this was a big box. 
So we're all exploring the box, and we think it's the greatest thing that we've ever seen. And I went, I have an idea. And everyone goes, what's the idea? I said, what if we made an RV? And they were like, an RV? Well, I didn't even wait for the acceptance. I ran home, and I got my wagon, and I pulled it over to Mark's garage. And then here we were. I think there were six of us, maybe seven, because the one was about three years old. So, you know, he was, he was present. Anyway, we all worked on getting this big box on top of this wagon. You know, nobody said, we can't do that. Nobody said, oh, I don't think it'll work. Oh, I mean, here we are, these little kids getting this big box on top of the wagon. Somebody showed up with duct tape. I don't know where the duct tape came from, but we duct taped that thing to the wagon. Somebody had a scissor, so we had to have windows in our RV, of course. And, of course, we had where the box had been opened. That was at the rear, so that was our entrance. So then we designed our own interstate system that we were going in RVing on the interstate. And so one side of the sidewalk was on this side of the block was an interstate system going in one direction. Of course, we were taking an exit and crossing the medium to get to the other side of the street. And up and down the street we went. Well, an RV is a motorized vehicle. We didn't have a motor. So one person served as a motor by pulling the wagon. We took turns riding in the RV. The little three-year-old got to ride all the time. And everyone else's role was to like run along the side of the RV and pretend they were a car and wave. <laughs> so we were doing big RV magic on our own interstate system, and we played for hours and hours and hours. In that childhood innocence, we didn't know how to say no to our creativity. We just, somebody had a box, somebody had a wagon, somebody had duct tape, somebody had scissors, and we were just all working together because we thought this was a grand adventure, and we were so excited about it. And then we all collaborated so that we could take turns, so each person had the opportunity of being the motor. You know, you got to run the show, you got to, you got to go where you want to go when you're the motor, and each person got a turn to ride, and each person got a turn to wave and say, oh, hi, how are you? And we were having so much fun. So just know that at that time, that was big magic because we were innocent, we were using our resources, we were collaborating, we were having fun, and we were allowing that creative genius that resides within to be expressed. So I'm going to introduce our at-home activity early today. The at-home activity is to reflect upon your childhood and to think upon a time when you allowed curiosity, you allowed yourself to be driven by that curiosity. You know, we were driven by how big is the box. We were driven by, you know, how do you make an RV? We were driven by, oh, what about an interstate system? You know, we were in our own little world. But imagine a time in your life, and then I want you to ask yourself, what was the experience and what did it feel like? 
And the reason I'm asking you to reflect upon what did it feel like, because as I reflected on that big RV magic, I could feel the sense of enthusiasm, the sense of excitement, the energy of being in this group, and we were having so much fun, and the ideas just kept flowing. So I'm asking you to look back and find an experience of that, because once you can reimagine that and have that feeling, that's that passion that Nancy mentioned in our prayer this morning. That's that fuel for that inner creative um, and prosperous creative living. But then what happens as we become adults? Somewhere along the line, we learn fear. We become afraid to express our authentic creativity. And Elizabeth Gilbert specifically addresses the destructive path of fear. And she paints a very cogent picture when she talks about fear. She says, quote, fear is a desolate boneyard where our dreams go to desiccate in the hot sun, unquote. Well, I had to make sure I understood what desiccate means. So I looked it up. I thought I knew because when she said in the hot sun, but yes, first of all, it means to dry up. So you imagine that parched, cracked desert land when there hasn't been any rain. That's desiccate. It also means in the food processing to preserve by drying. So it means that we're extracting all the moisture. It also means, and this is big, to drain emotional or intellectual vitality. To drain intellectual or emotional vitality. I call that an energy vampire. It just sucks the life right out of an idea, right out of a desire to express creative living. Well, Elizabeth has two and a half pages where she lists many of the things that we could fear. And the list is way too long to share, but I pulled out a few just to give you an example of some of the things she lists. She says, you're afraid you have no talent. You're afraid you'll be rejected or criticized or ridiculed or misunderstood or worst of all, ignored. You're afraid somebody else did it better already. You're afraid of upsetting your family with what you may reveal. You're afraid of what your peers and coworkers will say if you express your personal truth. You're afraid you're too fat. You're afraid of being a one-hit wonder. You're afraid of being a no-hit wonder. And so she sums it all up by saying, everything is so, and expletive deleted, scary. I think we all remember when that phrase first came into being. And so creativity is a path for the brave. And that's what our song reinforced this morning. Thank you, LaRonda and our friend's band. Bravery means doing something that is scary. She said it's important to recognize the difference between bravery and fearlessness. She said fearlessness is when you don't know when something is scary, and so you make reckless choices. She said being brave is doing something scary. You've made a conscious 
choice. And she said that we do not need fear in the realm of our creative expression. So what reassurance do we have here in Science of Mind that it's okay to embrace scary? What reassurance do we have to be brave of heart? Oh, 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 we are so in the right place. Being brave of heart and facing the fear and doing it anyway is so much a part of science of mind because what science of mind teaches is spiritual principles and practices that can transform our lives so that we can live a more spirit-filled, joy-filled life of abundance, prosperity, creativity, limitlessness, health, love. This is what science of mind teaches. And this is what Elizabeth Gilbert calls living with big magic results. So one of the spiritual mind practices that science of mind teaches is called intentional manifestation. And what that means is consciously producing a definite outcome by using science of mind principles to bring about a greater good, a more abundant life, and a better condition. So it's making a conscious choice. Conscious means I'm thinking about it and I'm making a choice. And in the December issue of Science of Mind magazine, and I understand the bookstore will more than likely have them by next week. They haven't arrived yet. But anyway, in the December issue of Science of Mind magazine, there is an article written by Reverend Dr. Petra Weldus. She is the co-minister of the Dallas CSL. And the article is entitled, Discipline is the Key to Freedom methods of practicing science of mind. And for the method of practicing intentional manifestation, she shares, affirmations and visualization create a new causal idea and a deeper acceptance within us of the reality of the idea we are formulating in our mind, which then becomes the seed for the new manifestation. So again, I'd like to share a true story, and I have permission to share this story. I've shared with you that several months ago, I was at the all-campus fall retreat for the Holmes Institute. This is where nine campuses of ministerial students come together for the fall retreat. And so we have an opportunity to meet individuals that we've only seen on Zoom technology, individuals other than the individuals that we meet once a term or twice a term at, on our home campus. And what happened was that the deans of each of the campus, campuses invited one of their students to deliver the, the invocation or the benediction of every single session. And we started on a Thursday evening and ended on a Sunday morning. And so on Friday evening... A woman stood up from the Ohio campus and she delivered an eloquent benediction. I remember sitting and going, that was so beautiful. And after the um, session ended, I was walking across the plaza with a friend from the uh, San Francisco or the Los Angeles campus and happened to see her standing in this large plaza. So we approached her to say thank you. And we had this most unexpected response. 
Tears welled up in her eyes. She began to tremble. She could barely speak, and she said, I must tell you that my greatest fear was speaking in front of a large group of people. She said, my throat would literally clench. She said, several months ago, I set an intention that my throat would open so that I could speak my truth. And she said, I've been saying affirmations daily to overcome my fear. And she said, and tonight, my dean asked me to deliver the benediction. And she said, I didn't know if I could do it, but I said yes. And she stood and she delivered. Now, in, we were exchanging more. This is something that is so magnificent. When we set an intention, the universe receives it like a clarion call and immediately starts sending resources for, that, for, for each of us to realize that intention. What she shared was that in the midst of her affirming that her throat was opening and that she would be able to speak her truth in front of a large group, she and her husband adopted an abandoned kitten. And she said, we named it Blessing. And she said, what Blessing loved to do was sit on my chest and she would knead my throat. And she would go like this. And I went, oh my goodness. I said, the universe sent you a real, live throat massager. <laughs> I said, blessing knew that there was healing there. And the, and the three of us stood there in this awe and wonderment because it was like, how could one ever know that there was this kind of a response, a yes to that powerful intention to open up her throat center and speak her truth. A little abandoned kitten named Blessing sitting on her chest, kneading her throat. Now here's the rest of the story. Her name is Cynthia, and the day that she stood and delivered that benediction was her birthday. And the next morning, when we gathered in our large session, she walked in and we witnessed a transformed individual. Her face was filled with vitality. Her eyes had a twinkle and a dance that wasn't present the day before. Her body posture was strong, poised, confident, she exuded this confidence to speak her truth. She literally transformed her very essence through intentional manifestation. And so I share that story with you because that creativity, that creative living was alive and in Cynthia. And she simply was unable to express that until she said yes to facing the scary, facing the fear, and doing it anyway. And in so doing, 
through using intentional manifestation and affirming the truth of her being, she was able to transform her life. And she now stands fully confident to speak her truth. And so I look and I say, if Dana can say yes to that bold artist that is wanting to express, that is expressing through her, and she did show me a picture of her early Christmas present, which is a giant size easel for big art that is big magic. <laughs> for creating big magic RV, for creating big magic through being able to clear one's fear and speak one's truth. These are just three examples of the unique creativity that resides within every single one of us. And it's just waiting for our yes. And so Elizabeth Gilbert is giving us the courage, is giving us the encouragement to say, believe in yourself, say yes. And the instant you say yes, there is absolutely a yes response from the universe. And just know that you too will receive blessings. It may not be an abandoned kitten, but it will be a blessing that helps you realize that gift, that intention, whatever it is that you are wanting for that creativity to express a more abundant, more expanded, more limitless life. It's all available. So let's just quickly review. We've looked at the opportunity is to experience and realize the vaulting scope of our capacities, to experience and embrace the expanded limitless universe, and to turn away from living a small world that is so much smaller than we ever thought life should be, and living a life where we're not filled with regrets, what ifs, if only I had. So I'm encouraging you to embrace the series this month, to say yes to your creative living. And I understand they're ordering more books because they've been hotcakes this today already. So say yes to the creative genius. Give yourself permission to go beyond that space of where you thought you could go. Because here's what happens. With every yes, you step forward, and in stepping forward, you are in a new field of possibility that was not there before you stepped and said yes. And then when you step again, you are in another entirely new field that was not available until you stepped and said yes. And so it's a step-by-step -step process, and spirit lights the way one step at a time. So I'm encouraging you to be brave, to, to just ask yourself, what would I do if I dared to be brave? And then take that one step and begin by looking at a childhood memory that inspired you to big magic. So let us pray. Oh, in this now moment of big magic, of a big universe, of lavish, abundant blessings, that one power, that one presence, that is life. 
And it is all that is. It is all that is seen, all that is unseen. And it is the creative genius that gives and sustains all life. And it so loves itself, it gives of itself to itself in the form of its creation. Nothing held back. The power and the presence given to its creation. And I know that I am of that, for there is nothing outside of the one. There is no separation. So I am of it. Its creative power is my creative power. Its love is my love. Its creative genius is available to me in this now moment. And as this is true for me, it is true for each person here today. Each a beloved, individualized expression of the one. An artist in the house. Each person of the one with this creative genius to live that expanded, more abundant life. And so I claim and affirm and I speak my word for and about each person here today that right here in this now moment, there is that willingness to say yes to the whispers of the heart, to say yes to that dream that has been residing within, who's been longing to be revealed, who's just been waiting for that yes. There is that courage. There is that bravery. There is the recognition that it's scary, but there is a bravery of heart that says, yes, I will. And there is a trust in spirit that the light shines upon the path, guiding every step of this new creative genius that is emerging. And it is with one step at a time that each person embraces that field of limitless potential, living this more expansive, abundant life. And so I am so grateful for this truth that God is all there is. God is infinite potential. God is the creative genius expressing in, through, and as each person. And I place my word into the activity and action of the law, knowing that the law always says yes. And so with absolute certainty, together we say, and so it is. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. We have inspirational services at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. every Sunday. We also have many programs, classes, and workshops developed just for our online audience. To find out more, go to our website at cslportland.org and look under the Online tab. We have a variety of content dedicated specifically for our podcast listeners. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its podcasts, you can donate online at cslportland.org donate. 
Our website is also the place to learn more about what's going on at the Center or to contact us. Allow us to become part of your extended spiritual community. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.